further up and further in. I'm Amy and I'm here with Michelle. Hey Amy. I am happy to share with our listeners today something God's kind of been speaking to me in this season. It started like quite a while ago and it's not really a new theme. We've had a lot of COVID conversations haven't we? we? Really? It's because it's lasted so it's, long. And it's where we're living and it's where our listeners are living so I hope they are getting something out of this and I so far have had um, good feedback sharing this with other people that it's been a message of um, life and hope. So hopefully it will be good for our listeners too. So probably like February-ish, I had a long road trip um, for some work I was doing. And I was just driving along. And you know how you have like good thoughts? You're like, oh, that's a nice thought. That's a Jesus thought. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Do you ever get those thoughts where it's kind of like a bell rings and you're like, whoa. Yep. Yep. Hey, attention. And we'll talk a little bit about how we have to make sure that is God speaking. But it, this is what it was along this line. There are mountains that you command to move, and there are mountains here to meet me on. Mm. I was like, boom, like, whoa, what is this? What, what? And it's been kind of growing inside of me for these last few months, and I've been trying to live it. Mm. I've been talking about it a lot. I've shared it with a few friends, and every one of them has had the same kind of reaction, like big eyes, like, wait a minute, what does this mean? Mm. Yeah. Not one more rah-rah COVID message, but here we go. You know how uh, Jesus is talking to his disciples in, in, I think it's recorded in Mark 11, and it's, they come along and this tree is all withered up and it's a fig tree that Jesus cursed and shriveled up and it's dead. And Jesus said um, something like, listen to, if I, if you say to this mountain with great faith, having no doubt, mountain be lifted up and thrown into the sea and believe, can you hear me rattling my pages? All our listeners, because I'm not saying this off the top of my head. Yeah. I know it off the top of my head in King James. And believes what he says will happen, it will be done. This is the reason I urge you to boldly believe for whatever you ask for in prayer. Be convinced that you have received it and it will be yours. And I like live this message like I need more faith. I want to see mountains mm-hmm. moved. And I, I think a lot of us have this compelling um, fierceness in us. It's like let's let's take the mountain. Yeah. Command it to go. It's got to go in yeah. Jesus' name. And I think that's absolutely true. So I'm like, okay, okay, okay. How do I know what mountains I'm supposed to move and what mountains right? I'm supposed to do what? As soon as you said that, I was like, well, how do we know the difference? Like, <laughs> you know, which ones where it's like, man, I'm, I'm meeting God and God's like, deal with this already. Come yeah. on. Yeah, yeah. And the other ones I'm like trying to do something and God's like, I'm waiting for you. Yeah. Where are you? So I've had to kind of like live into this for a while and, and kind of feel it out because it's got to be consistent with scripture or it wasn't God talking. Yeah. You know, and so I'm like, okay, Lord, show me what this looks like. What mountains am I supposed to move? And then there's mountains that I'm supposed to just put up with. Like, that is not in my nature, my character, or my theology. Mm. I'm not just going to put up with a mountain. If I'm supposed to move it, I'm going to move it, you know? Yeah. (laughs) So in the last few months, man, have I ever recognized there are mountains that are, some of them are like kind of more personal. They're right here up close to my face. And some of them are really in our culture around us. Mm. And it's where I have sphere of influence, I must command this mountain to move. So those things would be not like this is not going to blow anybody's mind, but it's powerful. Mm. Fear. Yeah. Strife. Judgment. Self-righteousness. This whole ugliness around cancel culture. 
these are spiritual mountains that are blocking, mm. right? The flow yeah. of the highway of God through our culture, through my own soul. In the name of Jesus, yeah. fear go. Mm-hmm. In the name of Jesus, strife cease. I will not participate with strife. I'm going to sit here until I figure out what the heck I'm supposed to do in reaction to what's going on, you know, because I don't know all the time. But these are mountains we command to move. Mm-hmm. And there's this story in Exodus. Um, it's like 23, 24, around there, where Moses is invited to go up the mountain. It's like, it's probably one of these personal stories mm-hmm. for me that really, really speak to me in my story. I, I don't know a lot of people. It's like one of their favorite stories. It's like one of your favorite stories. Yeah. There's something that captivates me about the idea that Moses goes up this mountain and he has an encounter with God. Yeah. It's Exodus 24. There's a few Mm. cool stages to the story. In the beginning, Moses, Aaron, Nadab, Abihu, and 70 elders climb up the mountain. Mm. And there they saw the God of Israel. And it describes this beautiful thing. And it says, in fact, they ate a covenant meal, eating and drinking in God's presence. Mm. Think about it if you've ever been on a board of any kind. Mm. (laughs) Eating and drinking in God's presence sounds really nice. So much better than Robert's rules, which I'm a fan of to get business going properly. But do you know what I'm saying? Yep. Meeting with God. Okay, what are the mountains that I'm not supposed to command a move, but I'm supposed to meet with you on? Mm. A mountain is a rugged thing to climb. Mm-hmm. And not all of it's like repelling kind of mountain climbing. Sometimes it's like one steady foot in front of the other. But I think about things I can't change, actually. Mm. I can't change COVID right now. Yeah. I can pray. I pray all kinds of things. Even if I command sickness to go in Jesus' name, we're kind of in this big, long process. Regulations. I can vote. I can write to my MLA. I can't move this mountain today. Yeah. It's actually not my sphere of authority. But if I have to be there anyway, what am I going to do? And it's like, sanctify this space with praise. Well, the word sanctify sounds like super religious, but it just means make holy. Mm -hmm. Set apart. Set apart. So in this space, while I'm here in isolation, and I am kind of halfway losing my mind because I'm such a social person, Mm -hmm. (laughs) and I just long to go to a restaurant and have a nice meal with friends or all the things that we are all missing. Mm Mm-hmm. And I found myself again last week kind of just feeling heavy and lonely and sad and and irritated at the people under my roof whom I adore. And it's just easy to stay there. Oh, yeah. (laughs) You've been homeschooling, Amy. (laughs) Because you get a weird, perverse satisfaction out of it somehow. It's like I'm registering my protest? Yeah, maybe. I don't know. Like I'm not just putting up with this. Yeah. And it's like, no, I'm going to make this space holy. I'm part of my personal frustration. I'm a getter done person and I love productivity and checking things off the list. And that is so thwarted in this season for me. A, I don't have a normal day job where I'm just like nine to five doing my things or whatever hours because my hours were never nine to five. But that sense of productivity where I'm engaging with people and accomplishing things is not there. And I hate that feeling so much. So my life has no value because I'm not producing anything right now. Yeah, right? Have we referred to that a few times in podcasts? I was like, no. I know I've said this in a podcast before, but it's in the old Presbyterian catechism. The purpose of God is, uh, purpose of man is to glorify God and enjoy him forever. What am I sanctifying? Am I making holy something by simply standing in this space and saying, no, the Lord is here Mm. and I worship him. I will not partner with fear. I will not partner with self-pity. 
Yeah. The feeling that I'm a victim. I won't swirl in being so fascinated with what's so evil and broken in this world. Mm-hmm. I will lift up the name of Jesus. Yeah. Man, when you say that, it's like the picture I just get is like, right, you're standing there. And as you're in whatever the swirl of whatever the swirl is, where it's like the sanctifying with praise is just kind of like creating a clear, bright, light and breezy space all around you that you experience it. But then as people come into that area, that they also experience the like settled, empty in a good way space. Yeah. Right. Cause it's, it's not, it's yeah. not just right. Sanctifying it with praise. It, it's that when you do that stuff changes. Yes. And it really, really does. And it really actually matters. Yeah. So I can't check it off a to-do list. And I honestly yeah. think I'm not totally unique in that. It's part, very much part of our North American culture to value productivity over being. So yeah. I might not be the only person who's struggling with this, but this is not um, in any way that I see in scripture that valuing productivity over being was mm. such a greater thing. Yeah. Oh yeah. Occupy till I come, right? We have instructions to do things. I'm not yeah. saying we don't do but what if the significance of what is happening in this season actually matters mm. down the road in exponential yeah. ways? Because in this waiting space that I am so done with, yeah. I have actually encountered God. Yeah. Moses goes up the mountain a few times. Mm. And every time he has an encounter with God that matters when he comes down. Yeah. So there's like a cultivation of something. Something really significant. Yeah. And I don't want to miss it. Mm. When I think about it, it's, a, it's a couple of chapters earlier in Exodus. I've really probably studied this passage area of scripture more than some people would be inclined to. But the people say to Moses, you go up on the mountain for us. Ooh, We don't want to go. Okay, that's, that's always one of the, that catches me every time yeah. where I was like, wait a minute. You had a personal invitation yes. from God to come and encounter and you're too scared. Yeah. Oh, man, I, may I? Blah, when you, blah. <laughs> right? There's a sense in me where it's like, oh, man, yeah. where is Jesus? Where is Jesus inviting me to something? Yeah. And I'm saying, oh, no, other people go. Yeah. I'll just stay here. I'm too scared. Yeah. Ooh, that's a sobering thought. And I and, and right now, I want to say this in a way that's I'm what I'm not saying. <laughs> Always doing the extra edit because I don't want to be misunderstood. Yeah. But when I think of this season... Who wants to go encounter God? Mm. It's actually still an option. You yeah. don't have to go up the mountain and meet with God. We're on this wilderness journey of COVID anyway. Where do you want to stay? Swirling in, I want to say like a cesspool of social media misery. Not that we can't be on social media. Yeah. That's what I'm That's not what, saying. Yes. You yeah. might have really divine appointments on there and you can definitely be on there and speak yeah. life and hope. But it's so easy to occupy my soul with other things that are just going to burn daylight right now. Yeah. Until this is over. Like, what is that even going to be? What's it going to look like? Or is this a place where, no, I want to meet with you, God. Mm. I want to meet with you. Yeah. And how am I going to do that? It really is that constant, like, I, I have to check myself. I, I break agreement with despair and discouragement with inertia, with apathy. Mm -hmm. um, there's another word I'm looking for, Amy, and it's kind of like the meh feeling. Yeah. French call it Inui. Uh, blog post that you shared the other day. Languishing. Languishing. Yeah. Like, 
we actually have an option not to be languishing as children of God. If mm-hmm. anybody saw that New York Times article, because it kind of went viral, yeah. about languishing, it's a very real psychological phenomenon. So acknowledge it. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, I was languishing last week. The cure to the languishing is having a bigger sense of purpose. Yeah. My bigger sense of purpose go-to is check stuff off the list. Mm. I can't right now in all the ways, most of the ways, some yeah. of the ways, but most of the ways that are really gratifying and uplifting to me, do I still have a purpose? Mm. Yeah. Can I still anchor myself in yeah. meaning and purpose? Yeah. And what if my purpose is to glorify God right now because he's doing something profound mm. and deep? and real that is for whatever is next, which we do not understand. But God is always preparing us in one season for a next season. Mm, Yep. And it's critical. In the end of that chapter, it says, um, Moses went farther up the mountain. He even went higher up after Mm. this fabulous dinner with God and the elders. He goes farther up the mountain. And it says, And the glory of the Lord settled down, and a cloud covered the top of Mount Sinai for six days. On the seventh day, the Lord called to Moses from inside the cloud, Okay, Amy, I'd be bored day two. Yeah. And he's waiting. He's hanging out there. He's hanging out in obedience. God called him farther up the mountain. Mm. And he's hanging out there, and he's just waiting. Yeah. How long would you wait? How long would you wait? And then the glory of the Lord settled down. Man, that's kind of like a foreshadowing of Pentecost, It eh? totally is, because they waited. They They waited, and they waited. Yeah. It was 10 days after the ascension. Yeah. I'm like, day three, I might go to get something done on my list. I've preached about that a few times, but I'm serious. (laughs) Like, how long will you wait? Yeah. And how long will you persist? And how long will you say, yes, I will not be Mm. lured down the mountain with the masses? I always picture myself unfolding my lawn chair and watching Netflix while I wait for Moses to come back down. (laughs) That's just my visual. (laughs) And it says, um, and then on the seventh day, the Lord called to Moses from inside the cloud. And I just think, oh God, if I could encounter you, that you would speak to me. Mm. I'll wait for that. Mm -hmm. And to the Israelites at the foot of the mountain, the glory of the Lord appeared at the summit like a consuming fire. Mm. I think if you're not engaging with this, it's terrifying. Yep. Yeah. And then Moses disappeared into the cloud as he climbed higher up the mountain and he remained on the mountain 40 days and 40 nights. That was a long time. Six weeks. Yeah. Yeah. And and what happened while he was there? God spoke with him face to face. Let's not miss this critical season. Like, okay, yeah. move the mountains. Move the selfishness, the impatience, the pride, the mm. arrogance. Like, the whole ugly list is not a new list. It's the same old, same old list we talk about every time. But then sanctify this place with praise. God, I thank you that you're here, that you've called me by name, that you know me, that you're in this space and that you want to meet with me here. Yeah. This is not just me pulling up my big girl Christian panties and being yeah. all holy. No, 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 no. 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 Mm. Yeah, that's 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 not what this is this at not. all. Mm-mm. This is a like day in and day out. I don't know if anyone else, this analogy works for anyone else, but it's like, I just always picture it's like, Right, looking at the mount. If we're talking about mount, looking at the mountains or being focused on that, but it's like picturing myself just like turning to Jesus, right? So it's like I'm still aware of the other stuff going on, yeah. But now my focus, where my body is aimed, where my spirit and soul are aimed, yeah, is like towards Jesus, yeah, as opposed to towards whatever. And so it's not just COVID. 
we're in other situations. Yeah. They were going on before COVID. They'll be going yeah. on afterwards. I think of like relational things that are affecting me that I have no power to change. Yeah. And don't anybody get all freaked out and religious and be like, you do have power. You can pray. Oh yeah, I'm praying. Yeah. And I'm speaking against mountains of division and strife yeah. and pride and yeah. all those ugly things. But right now, other people have choices to make and they're on a journey with God and I could swirl into a really sad place. Yeah. I will not. This mountain is a place where I will meet with the Lord. I mm. will be filled with His Spirit so that anytime, like you just beautifully described it, yep. if someone comes into my spiritual sphere of influence, they're going to be radically impacted with life yeah. and with hope. Why? Because I'm sanctifying this mountain with praise. Mm. Yeah, yeah. You here are God. You are my God. I will set apart this place as a place where I'm going to meet you. And Jesus wins every time we have that attitude. Yep. So I think one of the things that's getting old for all of us, and whether it's this situation, whether it's a relational one or a financial one or a long-term health situation, one of the things that I notice that's coming with a weary heaviness is that we're a victim. Mm. We're kind of stuck here. Yep. Just stuck here. Can't fix it. Yeah. And that's not a good place for humans to live. No. We None of us thrive there. You actually can do something. Mm. I will sanctify this place with praise. Yep. While I wait, I will worship you, God. And he will do something powerful in that time that is preparation for the next season. So as we're wrapping up this episode, just for our listeners, as I can picture you in your faces, in your places, in your spaces, I don't even know what mountains you're facing. But I just bless you to see with clear eyes, oh, this is a mountain I can command to go, and it will go. And then this is a mountain where I don't feel like I have a lot of authority. It's just dependent on a lot of things that are outside of my sphere of influence. I bless you to be free from the lie that you're a victim and that you just have to put up with this. I bless you to be free of hopelessness. And I just command hopelessness to go right now in Jesus' name. Mm -hmm. And I declare over you that you're not languishing in this season, that God has purpose in this season that's big and significant. And actually, the enemy of your soul would come against you in this season and tell you you're just waiting and burning daylight and stuck here and you are not you are not to languish no matter what your circumstances the spirit of god is inside of you he has planned purpose and destiny today matters and so i bless you to encounter god in that space i really do bless you with just the courage and fresh joy to go further up and further in Mom.